Joining us right now is Andy Dolich. Andy, how have you been? I have been terrific, Stan. Uh, always appreciate speaking to uh, my friends in Baltimore and the environs. I do have a question for you, though, which yes, has sir. been really confusing me. Okay. You know, Ty Cobb was an ornery player, right? Yes, he was. Um, didn't make a lot of friends. But in his position as Trump's lawyer, I, how did he get that job? <laughs> I, I love I'm, it. I just don't uh, get it. I love it, yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is you never see when he was a player, Ty Cobb, you never see him with that mustache. No, and he was not – he was never referred to as a clubhouse lawyer, right? I mean, he just did what he had to do. So maybe somebody, maybe 60 Minutes will get to the heart of it. Well, maybe, you know, maybe it's Trump's anti-Semitism, you know, because Ty Cobb was Uh, a known – that's a great way. He was a a known anti-Semite, wasn't he, Ty Cobb? Yes, yeah. And you know what? Um, there's a place called Atherton, California, and right. there's a tiny college called Menlo College, which I happen to be teaching at. And Ty Cobb, I think, lived many years in Atherton, California, right. before uh, before technology came our way. Interesting, interesting. Andy, I always love having you on. One of the, the reasons we, we hook you in is to talk about stadium situations and this Oakland Alameda Coliseum that the A's moved to in, what, 1968? Was that their first year in the building? That is correct. And uh, for a project that I'm working on, I happen to uh, to look at attendance figures because the A's are off to a terrible start Uh their start on the field is so-so. Their start in the stands is terrible. Yep. Um, and the A's have drawn about 71 million people uh, since they moved to Oakland. Okay. And I'm most proud of the years that we had with the Bash Brothers and Billy Ball. And I don't mean Billy Bean. Yep. Uh, from 1981 till the mid-90s and the World Series and some pretty incredible baseball players with hypodermic needles or not. Um, and we drew some terrific, I mean, two, five, two, six, two, seven. Yep. And, uh, the A's in 1979 stand drew 306,000 people. Wow. And I think that's probably the lowest season attendance in Major League Baseball, you're talking about 50 years. I mean, Jackie Robinson and all. That's got to be who was the A's one of the lowest. Who was the A's owner then? Was it still that Charlie, was Charlie Finley? Finley yeah. But that was post the great teams, the three consecutive yeah. World Series teams of Reggie in 72 to 74. Right. But that's when Charlie made a decision that he couldn't compete. I think CBS had bought the Yankees mm-hmm. at that time. And Charlie said, I can't compete with these giant corporations. And remember, I mean, for those baseball historians, you know, he tried to trade everybody, right? He tried to trade um, Rudy, Bando, right. Reggie, Vida, Vida all those right. guys yep. and give them away. So in 75, Charlie started dismantling clearly a club that would have won several more World Series. Yeah. But he, he basically gave that team away to the rest of baseball, and they became, at best, a triple-A team in the late 70s. Yeah, he actually lost 
Jim Catfish Hunter to free agency, correct? Right. Okay. Yep. 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 And Reggie was traded right before the 76 season to the Orioles, or was it 75? Yeah, I mean, it's always it always ends up in Baltimore, yep. right? But yep. I got to know Reggie when he coached with us at, uh, when he came back and coached with us at the A's. Uh, you know, gigantic personality above and beyond his baseball capabilities. But when you think about that team that won three consecutive World Series, um, and if that team had stayed together, they definitely would have won several more and been, you know, viewed as one of the greatest teams in baseball history. Hey, I apologize uh, because I forgot the name of your friend who passed away, but you wrote me something. I invited you to be on the show last week. Uh, and I forget the name of the gentleman who passed away. He's the guy who started Diamond Vision. He's the, fa- he's the father, father of, of Diamond Vision. The father of video boards in this country. So last Saturday. What was his name? Uh, was, his name was Mikio, M-I-K-I-O, Mikio Matsubayashi. Okay. I won't spell his last name, but okay. Matsubayashi. Mikio worked for the giant electronics firm, uh, uh Mitsubishi in Japan, and they, like Sony and Panasonic, they were starting to look at large-scale video and televisions, and Mikio happened to be their guy in North America. Uh, And so I was down there speaking at his uh, memorial service. He passed away several months ago, and he was the guy that did the first deal in the United States with the Dodgers for the 1980 season. They convinced Unical, Union 76 Oil, to pay for the board. Um, You have any idea what the board cost back then? Well, I can tell you that the price that the Dodgers paid for the board was $1. (laughs) <laughs> one dollar oh, because, he, because they, it was important to get it done and get it exact, out there yeah. exactly several years later we did a board in oakland we were one of the first teams but the dodgers were the first team and they did it because it was la uh-huh. great ball club the market hollywood um you know, today the boards are ten, twenty, thirty million dollars wow. a piece but wow. you go to any ballpark um, if you can believe it or not, Stan, there's about 30,000 boards at sports venues. That, that figure, when you wrote that to me last week, that figure blew me away that there's 30,000 video boards yeah. of that caliber. And now it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's inside oh, sh- the stadium. It's outside the stadium. It's on interstate. Yep. It's in the clubs. It's in the locker rooms at various sizes. But literally, Mikio who is an incredible personality and Fred Clare, the longtime executive of the Dodgers and I had remained friends even after Kirk Gibson's home run against (laughs) us um, in 88. Um, And so we are working, uh, there's a publication called Venues Now. It's sort of the largest national publication which follows the news of sports and entertainment venues mm-hmm. and they're working on an extended piece and i'll send you when it's done on all right what what mikio meant you know literally hundreds of millions of people 
I've had fun and benefited from what Mikio did uh, way back in 1980. Well, the reason I asked you that, though, is to get that figure out there that there are 300,000 of these boards out there. 30,000. 30, 30, I'm sorry, 30,000. 30, 30,000. Um, I would be more staggered if it was 300,000. Um, well, it will, be, it will be sooner or later the yeah. way everything's going. Hey, um, we, we joke around when, you, when we have you on the show, and, um, but I have you on because how smart you are at seeing, foreseeing the events of tomorrow today. And one of those events you foresaw two years ago when we first really started hammering in on this idea of where will the Oakland A's play baseball if they remain in the Bay Area, you right. steadfastly re- maintain that the best place is right where they are now in a new facility. We went through that whole iteration about six or eight months ago with uh, Peralta College, and then the president right. of the college said, what are you talking about? We're not having a stadium here. Um, <laughs> yeah, the A's, the A's president, Dave Cobble, um, came out eight or nine months ago and said, well, we finally found our location. It's close to Oakland. It's the site of the administrative offices of this college called Peralta. And we're going to open up in 2023. The only problem is that Dave nor the A's owned the property, had a lease on the property, or negotiated the price with the owners of the property who went, excuse me, uh, no, we're not interested. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, that was that was pretty amazing how quickly that went. Now, at the time it went, you said, "Well, it's the first hand of Peralta poker," but right. that thing is dead, isn't it now? The, in the, in the game that the A's are playing, and right. it is a game, and the name that really is the one that's important is is the teams. Uh, owner john fisher the heir to the gap jeans fortune gap stores and i i find this still amazing stan uh he's owned the team for 12 years and has never ever given a public interview in any way shape or form that's you and i stan could fly to north korea and sit down with (laughs) kim jong-un especially if we had dennis rodman with us well, we would. I mean, yeah. he's the he's their um, you know head of global negotiations, so that wouldn't be a problem. I mean, I, I'm being facetious, yes. but literally, this man who owns a team that he bought for 180 million dollars, which has a Forbes value now of a billion, um, has never spoken one word about what his plans are. Pretty, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. But now it looks like after all this, and you're, you're maintaining it's a game, you're saying that there could be where the A's president uh, is is maintaining that, hey, we've come around to seeing the, the right thing to do is do it right here. Do you Correct. think they – At the Coliseum. At the Coliseum. Do you think they now expect Peralta to say, hey, hold on a second, we were just – we were just kidding. We really do want this well, stadium here. No, and and you know, you just look at history of baseball, and you and I have been lucky enough to have some institutional knowledge. And of course, Camden Yards, rightly so, was held as the beacon of the first of the new genre of ballparks. And out here in the Bay Area, we have a spectacular park in AT and T, which is viewed in the top five. 
uh, brand new football stadium, relatively brand new football stadium for the 49ers, Levi's. You've got a new arena built in Sacramento, the Golden One Center for the Kings, and the Golden State Warriors are moving into a brand new multi-billion dollar arena in San Francisco Mm -hmm. in 2019. The A's have been at this for 12 years. So you mean to tell me that all of these other entities are smarter than you guys? Mm -hmm. That's why I call it a game. And where things are at now is that uh, when the A's, through Dave Cobble, their team president, said, okay, we've we've done all of our metrical analytical research, which a uh, seagull could have done over 12 years, (laughs) uh, and we're going to play at the Coliseum. So he meets with the mayor several weeks ago, Mayor Libby Schaff, and she goes, this is great, except I'd like you to include Howard Terminal, right. which is near Jack Lennon Square, near the water, and, and look at that. And I'm going to give you a, an extra year to do the research on which of these two locations you choose to build at. Okay. The, the A's then said, hey, we have a good idea. You have a debt, you, Oakland and Alameda County, the owners of the 130 acres of land that the Coliseum and Oracle Arena sit on, uh, will retire the debt, which is about $135 million, mm-hmm. and you, the city and the county, will give us the land for free. And that's why I say a game. And right. If I'm the city or the county, I go, oh, nice ante. Right. But there's no way you're getting this for $135 million bucks. Are you crazy? Yeah. So that's where it stands now in that the A's have an exclusive negotiating period through the end of this calendar year, not the baseball season, right? in which to make a determination of which of the two sites, the Coliseum, which clearly has been, is, and always will be the, best. the most viable location, right. or Howard Terminal, which is the mayor's um the mayor's location that that she wants as a priority. And I'm not sure anybody saw this on the East Coast, but early this week. This is uh, the story about the trams. (laughs) The gondola. The gondola. The gondola. So uh, baseball and gondolas, they've always gone together, right? I think they've always talked. would, Would it be possible the A's would change their name to the gondolas? Uh, gondoliers. The gondoliers. Yeah. Prop, yes, Dan, I think that would be proper. Anyway, um, they, I can't stop smiling and laughing about that, it. That story so the was. The problem un- with Howard Terminal right. is that it is, sits, if you think of like the Port of Baltimore and how busy it is and all the container ships right. and those giant cranes. Well, Oakland is one of the six or seven largest ports on the West Coast, an active port. They have two major rail lines that fans would have to cross going from the center of the city. They have a steel recycler, a metal recycler that's been there for 90 years. And so the toxic underneath their place probably go all the way down to China. Right. That would take uh, a lot of money and a lot of time. Um, And there's a major power station that has to be relocated if you were going to build there. So, the A's through Dave Cobble have said, Hey, we have an idea. Let's build a ski tram, a gondola. Right. Above oh, and you also have eight eighty, a major, major um, highway. Super right. <laughs> super highway. Yeah. 
that's constantly gridlocked every day, 24 hours a day. We're going to build a gondola so that people can come from the center of Oakland to the park and then back again. And there's and, nothing I'd like to be on more than a gondola when the earthquake comes. Well, I am I am at now writing a piece. I get to write whatever's on my mind for right. some local publications here. But right. uh, I'm writing a piece. I think I'm entitling it, look, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a gondola. <laughs> so so you think about it. You just mentioned the earthquake, yeah. right? It's the next inning game. Five guys are completely blottoed, right? Right. After the game, they're getting into a gondola. <laughs> That's going to end poorly. Or you're driving over 880 with thousands of cars. Right. And one of the guys goes, hey, I brought a, I brought a beer bottle with me. Look at that convertible down there. Uh <laughs> It's just, it is the most comical, ridiculous, um, ongoing uh, soap opera where the A's keep saying they don't have the money to hold on their, to their players, right? right. You know, can, you, can you say Josh Donaldson, MVP, right. um, and, and many others that they've traded away? And, and in this start of this season, uh, sorry for the rant, but um, there's there's not a number of people in the Bay Area that have the institutional knowledge of what the A's have been, whether mm-hmm. it was Finley, whether it was the Hosses. Right. And I was just thinking that you, you have a guy like Chris Davis, and most people go, hmm. Right. Be, be careful. Be Davis. careful. People in Baltimore may think you're talking about our exactly. Chris Davis. Yes. Like which Chris Davis yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. So if I were to tell you that you had a player on your team that hit 85 home runs in the last two years and had driven in 212 runs and you hardly ever hear about him, wouldn't you scratch your head? Yeah. And go, wait a second, that can't be right. Um, Or maybe he's hit, you know, more home runs than Giancarlo Stanton in the last two years. No, that can't be right. Yeah. Well, you're the expert, but I think that's right. And his name is Chris with a K, Davis, and you see nothing about him. I help publicize the Bash Brothers which helped make me yeah, and a lot of other people happy. Yeah. How do you not take a player like that and market and the, market the, heck, the yeah. heck up? Yeah. All they talk about is we're rooted in Oakland. We're rooted in Oakland. And people now are going, well, maybe you're going to be uprooted from Oakland. We're talking so with Andy. It, we're talking with Andy Dolich, a sports business uh, consultant now, a longtime executive in all four major sports. Andy, we're bumping up against uh, getting yep. out of here, but I got to ask you one question. It, it, we, you and I have talked about this. The old days where teams wanted you just wanted a stadium built for them, or they would chip in. Those days are long gone. Now, what people want is not only the stadium. They want the development rights of a, a right. whole neighborhood where retail, they can retail. Exactly. Live it. Yeah. So, absolutely. so given that reality, that $175 million or 135 right. that you say that Oakland is saying, yeah, nice shot uh, at anding that up, but there's no way you're getting that. 
what is the real value to a sports franchise that would then own a new stadium uh-huh. and, and have all the ancillary revenue streams? The simplest example is, as we end is look at what happened to the inner harbor of Baltimore yeah. and how much it's worth now. If, mm-hmm. if you've ever been to AT&T Park, and you look at what's happened in the acreage around it. If you've been in Denver, Denver, right, Coors Field, uh, yeah. And, and if you've seen what the New England Patriots have done, and on and on and on. My point, and what drives me crazy and many others, is it's right there in Oakland, 130 acres, yep. literally in the extension of the Silicon Valley, which short of thermonuclear war, we're still going to be, you know, <laughs> proudly making money in this country. Right. And, and the A's, who have an owner who's worth several billion dollars, right. keep taking this poor us. We can't get it yep. done without a new stadium. Yep. So the game continues. The good news is we'll be able to keep talking about it, and I just want to salute Jackie Robinson. I was born in 1947, um, how he changed the face, literally, of baseball and the type of person that he was after baseball. We should never forget that. Thank you, Andy Dolich. Always appreciate reaching out to you and that you're receptive to coming on, and I especially appreciate the gift. Okay, you got it. Bye, Sam. All right. Andy Dolich. There he goes. One of the smartest men in sports I've ever met. That is some amazing story out there in Oakland, how the A's owned by a guy worth several billion dollars, and they're going to try and make it seem like that's a real uh, real great opportunity for the city of Oakland that they'll retire $135 million debt for a size – a uh, 130-acre, um, you know, parcel of land that they could develop.